everybody and welcome back to a brand new lockdown podcast. Uh, we've had a bit of a break, boys, haven't we? We've had mm, yeah. weeks off. We thought we'd give everyone a bit of a break from seeing our, our mugs. Um, <laughs> but uh, before we get going, obviously, a little bit of housekeeping. If you're new to the podcast, which a few of you are, we've had a few new newbies on the podcast, make sure you hit the like button. And uh, any feedback, put it in the comments below. And if you listen to the audio version, obviously, leave your feedback and reviews. It makes a big difference to us, obviously, because we can find out what we're good at and what we're not good at. Feedback's fantastic. But, um, yeah, we're back. It's good to see you boys. Uh, hopefully soon we'll be in the same room. Fingers crossed if everything yeah. goes to plan. Oh, who knows? It'd be weird, wouldn't it? Actually sat next to each other. I prefer this. This is, this is great. I prefer women. But, um, yeah, so we did what? I think we did nine in a row, did we? Eight, eight, eight in a row, I think. Something like that. It was a lot. <laughs> so, yeah, it's been, um, it's been good, hasn't it? Have a little bit of a break and shave our heads. We've just been talking about that off camera. Yeah, oh, yes. It's been nice. I feel <laughs> human again there. But uh, uh, how have you been, boys? I, I was, uh, we're at the back end of lockdown, hopefully. So, Tim, are you back to work yet? Uh, well, I've never not been at work. So, yeah, we've yeah. worked all the way through. Uh, we are now able to meet together uh, a small group of people that go on a Sunday, which is nice, but we can't sing. Now, oh, for a lot of people, that's a downside. <laughs> for me, I don't have a good singing voice and I don't really enjoy singing because I know what I sound like. Uh, so that's no, that's no detriment for me. Uh, but it is good to be able to uh, be together in a room because yeah. for us, that's what community is all about. We've done lots of things uh, with Facebook Live and Zoom yeah. um, and all sorts of and phone calls and stuff like that. But face-to-face, in a room, even if you're keeping a bit of a distance, has been absolutely fantastic. Mm. But to see another human face, I suppose. It is. it is. And for lots of people in our community who live alone or who've been isolated for medical reasons, it's been massive to be able to yeah. just talk normally. You see somebody's facial expressions and... Oh, it's, it's been great. How about you, Matt? You've had a bit of an upheaval, haven't you? We've been chatting. Busy, yeah, yeah. we had a, a house move fall through, <laughs> which is great fun. So oh, no. we are now um, at my mum and dad's for the foreseeable because we gave notice on our house and left. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so we're at my dad's, uh, which is great fun, but it's it's not too bad. Uh, I'm not quite yeah. regretting to be a teenager just yet. They're not cooking everything. Oh, that was going to be my question. No, <laughs> not yet. Not yet, no. It's tempting, but no, I need to keep some modicum of sanity. So I've been busy, actually. I've been doing the garden. So uh, one of my mates is a really, really good um, good person to know. He's a landscaper. So I've been helping him do some paving and some decking and great fun. Nice. I bet he's raking it in. <laughs> he is off me. <laughs> I'm here all week. <laughs> oh, great. Uh, yeah, I've been busy, though. So I haven't had yeah. any downtime since we last spoke. Yeah. Oh, good, man. Good. Good to see I'm you, boys. Um, I thought what about we'd... you then, Mark? Me? Oh, yeah. Before we, before we move on, me. I, um, I was just telling Tim, actually, before you rudely interrupted us, Matt, that um, <laughs> uh, I'm back to work in a couple of weeks. I was meant to be back at work this week. Um, but they've pushed it back a couple of weeks. You never know, it could push it back even further with hotels and mm. stuff. So I'm just itching to get back to work, you know what I mean? Like, I've had, what, nearly two months of lockdown and I'm at the end of my tether. If I had hair, if you're looking at me, if I had hair, I'd rip it out. <laughs> but, um, 
I'm just, I'm not, you know, like, obviously this is keeping me busy and it's fantastic and it's a great thing to do. And I've really enjoyed it during lockdown and it's given me a sense of purpose and kept me busy, but I'm just at the end of it now. I just want yeah. to go back to work. I don't see anyone at work anyway because I work nights, but I just want to go back and sit behind my desk and uh, actually get back to earning some proper money and uh, get this year back on track. I've got a few plans this year, which hopefully we'll, we'll get to talk about on one of these. But um, no, so I thought we'd um, get back onto the topics. So we started the podcast, if you're a regular listener, we started on topics and then we started calling them lockdown casts and podcasts and whatever. <laughs> But I thought we'd get back onto the topics. And this, this topic is happiness. I saw it's quite relevant, isn't it, with people in lockdown. And we've obviously, um, I don't know if you, if you follow us and stuff, we've had a few people in our little circle and a few people we know have sadly taken their lives during lockdown. And uh, it's been quite an unhappy space for some people. So I thought we'd get onto happiness. Now, the definition of happiness is the state of being happy. So... I thought, do you know what? I thought I'd start with Tim because it, it, I think happiness can be quite a spiritual thing as well. So, Tim, what's your take on happiness? What is it to you and what, what's its meaning to you? Wow, okay. So, I think often uh, if we look at defining happiness, it's actually the absence of other things. So, the absence of anxiety and of stress and Certainly, uh, from a, a, a faith point of view, the absence of, of having to strive for things. So as a, as a faith community, we find our happiness and our contentment in knowing that actually most of, the, of, of, um, of my abilities and my skills and my what we would call giftings comes from God. So it's not actually me. So I know I'm a flawed, broken, person and i and i and i make mistakes and i kick myself for making mistakes and i have times that are tough but i look at i look at happiness as being well when i can focus on the stuff that's outside of me and i know mark you post a lot of the kind of um, stoic philosophy yeah uh, it is looking at well why why do i need to be concerned the bible talks about um, don't worry about what you wear or what you eat look at the flowers in the field look at the birds they don't weave they don't labor they don't store up food but that god provides all your needs so for me um, and certainly from a spiritual point of view it's it's attaining that that's that place where i'm not worried about paying the bills the mortgage the car because those are those are the things that would naturally take my happiness away um, I know Mark and I were talking about car problems. Oh. When that orange light comes on in my car, that robs me of my happiness because I don't understand it. I can't <laughs> fix it. It's outside of my control. And it's that then that I have to find a way back to yeah. happiness. So it is more a lack. I, I think as, as humans, our natural state is one of happiness. Mm. It's the things that come into our lives, the things that we focus on that rob us of happiness rather than a place that we've got to try and get to. And I think that's, for me, the absolute sadness of people who are so unhappy and so disillusioned because they strive towards something. And when they get it, they find that it isn't the answer. So whether that's a dream job or a car or a holiday or a house, you can put all your energy into achieving that 
thing or that salary or that whatever it is and when you get it you realize you still have the worry the worry to pay for it to maintain it to look after it um so yeah for me it's the absence of those distractions in life that make me focus on negative things yeah i get that yeah, I, I, I can see that. Like, yeah, we were talking about car problems, you know, buying a car, my first car, at uh, <laughs> 38 years old. Um, yeah. You've had all those years of no car worries. Oh, you should count man. that as a blessing. <laughs> oh, God. Worst thing I ever did. Uh, no, really, it's not. Um, yeah, so yeah, like that, that, that made me happy buying my, buying my car and having a car. And then along comes all the problems, which just bring me straight back down to, <laughs> to not being happy. Um, Matt, what's what 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 would you say uh, is happiness to you? What what, what would you say? For me, a little bit similar to Tim, and Tim sums it up really really well. It, it's when you're not worried about anything else, and you're not anxious, and you're not, you know. And I think I think probably part of my problem has been, and but I I still do this is that I find happiness in other people all the time um you know whether that, that be like socializing with other people or helping someone out or just, just chatting to someone I, I, in many ways i can be very very sociable in other ways i can be quite anti-social as well but i think that i, I find happiness in just other people talking yeah. to people chatting with people um having a laugh i can be quite uh i don't know how to put it really not flippant but i prefer to laugh than be serious um <laughs> and if that's at the expense of me i'm not too bothered um i'd rather have a laugh most of the time uh, i think you know partly that that's led into a lot of problems to myself is the fact that nobody ever knew anything was ever particularly wrong because yeah. i was always just having a laugh always messing about and you know i wouldn't i wouldn't be what you'd describe especially as a teenager as i was when i was particularly bad but as uh, you know you'd expect the one to suffer with things like that to be someone perhaps slightly gothic and with a bit long leather trench coat <laughs> um, that, that wasn't me at all um you know and i think a lot of people realize that it, it's not the people you expect because they tend to be very good at hiding things and, and they display an outer shell of happiness as it were and what people perceive to be happiness um but i think tim's very very right it's about almost the simplicity of things you know a, a simple meal and a chat or you know you guys know a coffee and a chat and and just mm. being around people i find it really really you know happy a happy place for me but you know there are those times as well where i just want to switch off and do nothing <laughs> do nothing and be nowhere and you know give the mind a rest because my mind runs at a thousand miles an hour all the time thinking about different things and mm. if i can switch off I, I, that's not my happy place when i can switch off and when i'm on my own though that's just a rest but when yeah. i when i'm with people enjoying time with people speaking to people um you know I, I love my food i love going out and seeing people i love socializing i love the odd glass of wine pint of beer probably too much but they, you know they, they all come as part of socializing for me and now that the alcohol side of things is pretty much under control i can have a drink with people and have a laugh and you know yeah. and not worry about it um so you know that, that's where happiness comes from for me is, is other people um i get a real kick out of that of, of seeing other people smiling and other people happy you know i found that really fun exactly you and your cheesy drink <laughs> <laughs> what about you mark me what is it What's happiness what defines happiness for me i think for me it's it's more of a 
an internal kind of emotion, I think. I'm a bit like, I'm a bit of a mixture of you two. So I, I get, I like seeing other people happy. And I have like that, that kind of spiritual happiness where I, I feel like today I'm, I'm actually all right. I'm in a decent mood. I'm meeting the guys somewhere for a bit of a drink later on. You know, it's kind of a nice day. But I don't know. I just don't really, on the outside, I feel quite happy. But on the inside today, I'm just, I don't know. I'm just in one of them moods, I think. Do you know what I mean? Like, I've looked forward to this for like a, for a, for a week or so. Um, but yeah, happiness for me is a bit more of a, it's more of an emotion, I think. It's more of an emotional state. So I can have two different things of happiness. Like Matt says, seeing my friends and seeing my friends do well and having a laugh in the gym, that makes me happy. That gets me feeling happy. Um, but then inside, I, I could be having an absolute fucking horrendous day. Yeah. And then it just brings me back down again. And then I get another day where internally I'm quite happy. But on the outside, I just don't really feel it. Like today, I'm really tired today, as you could probably see on the video if you, if you watch. You're it. always tired. I have been sleeping very well. I think it's the, I'm anxious, you see. I'm anxious to get back to work. I think that's why. Yeah, um, yeah but that, that comes in with my happiness as well. Like I don't really sleep very well at the minute. So I wake up in a bit of a slouchy mood. So I wake up, mm. I start the day in a bit of a slouchy mood. So I'm constantly working throughout the day to try and work my mood up. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. it's, a bit more, it's a bit more of an emotion for me, happiness, I think. It's a bit of a, like Tim says, like I, I post a lot on the Instagram and Facebook about stoicism and stuff. And it, has, it does get you thinking a lot. It's, they preach happiness. They actually like um, reflect on happiness a lot. So like external controls around happiness. So do you think it's more of an internal thing, Tim, happiness? Or is it more of an external emotion, do you think? Um, I think it's neither. I think, uh, like, right. with mo <laughs> like with most things, I think it can be a habit. Uh, so stoicism um, and, and to an extent, uh, most major faith systems would say that actually you choose to be happy in the situations that you're in. Um, so the car is a prime example. There's many times when having a car is a, is a source of happiness. It's a source of freedom. And you can choose to think of that. This car is a blessing to me. It makes me, it allows me to be able to do things, but equally it can be a right pain in the neck. Yeah. It can cost you money. It can bring you anxiety. And one of the things that I try and do is try and choose the happiness, choose the positivity in things, uh, try and approach things in a positive and happy way. Because what we cannot do is we cannot place our happiness in other people's hands yeah. or in, in the performance of objects. Because that way, and, and stoicism my not particularly deep understanding of it, it is very much that you are responsible for your own success and your own happiness. That's not quite what we believe as Christians, but I do wholeheartedly believe that my approach to something, any situation, I can make it a positive experience. Even, even if it's not a great, it's like going to the dentist. I don't like going to the dentist, but I enjoy having good teeth. So it's, it's choosing the positive in things. And I try and draw happiness out of situations. And the best way to do that is by being that person that injects the 
the smile, the positive attitude, which when you surround yourself with like-minded people, that, that reflects back to you, which is why choosing those people you spend time with is vitally important. I know people from my past that no matter how cheerful I am, they do not reflect that back. And, I, and it's exhausting. And in no situation, it drains my happiness. And they're not bad people, they're just different. And so I, I don't spend as much time with them. I spend time doing things with people. And I was chatting to, to Rob at the gym, uh, I was taking some equipment back, or my one too heavy dumbbell that I couldn't really do anything with because it was way too heavy. And we were talking about this, about happiness. <laughs> and, and we were talking about how if you go into a situation with a smile, that makes it positive. And that's what I find why I value the gym so much is it's positive people, all at different places. There's some people that are really a long way down their journey of fitness and, and lifting things. That's you, Mark. Isn't that beautiful? And there's people like me, a bit older, you know, a bit heavier, but not in the muscly way. Um, yet we all go into it with a positive attitude. I go into that and I don't see the guy who's absolutely shredded and think, oh, I can't keep up with him. I can't do what he can do. And that would draw my happiness away. I go into it with a laugh, with a smile, and I make it a positive experience. Unfortunately, that's not how our society is. Our society yeah. now is moving away from that. I, I personally feel there's a lot of this in comparison. I want what you've got. And if I haven't got what you've got, I'm not happy. And why should you have it when I haven't got it? So whether that's a house or a car or a, an iPhone, whatever the new iPhone is, that um, comparison is, is the thief of contentment. And I think that is one of the biggest ways of losing happiness is by being um, jealous of other people. Yeah. Do you, do you find that, Matt? Like what? Yeah, so like, you're never going to be... Yeah, you're never going to be happy if you're in competition with everyone, are you? Because there's, there's only, by the definition of competition, there's only ever going to be one winner. Uh, like, right. um, so, sorry, Matt, I didn't mean to jump in, but like you're saying that like, in comparison, in competition, but you come from a sport background, don't you? Like a competitive sport, like cricket to a you know reasonable, reasonably good level. Um, so you played, you played, you know, good level sport. So like in yeah. competition with other people and. Say if you had a great game, scored some runs, didn't take many wickets, would that make you kind of feel a little bit happiness, unhappy? Oh, I'd, I'd be horrible if I was yeah. <laughs> I'd be horrible for a long, long time. And it, it, it wound me up. I was having a chat with my mate about this the other day, actually, when we were doing the decking, because he plays cricket. You know, and it, I said that it's taken me till nearly 30 now. And obviously when I stopped playing at a, a professional level, I was 18 um, when I got ill and, and had to leave. And it's taken me all those years now, even 12, nearly 12 years, to finally get away from that aspect of it and the mm. wanting to be better than everybody else all the time aspect because I am highly, highly competitive with it. But I've not got the, the tools to do that anymore. I don't, I don't have the time to dedicate to the training. I don't have the fitness, certainly. Uh, you know, I, I don't have that time or dedication to be the very best. Now, if I really, really wanted to and I would sacrifice loads of stuff, probably could but it's taken me to this age to realize now that 
I don't have those tools at the moment. Whereas before, when I didn't have those tools, I was still getting really, really pissed off at not being the best, at not being brilliant like I used to be. And, you know, and seeing things as, it sounds horrible and arrogant to say, doesn't it? But playing a game on a Saturday and seeing a lot of the people playing as way, way below your standard, but you're still at their level, if you know what I mean. Um, mm. Because by not having the time and dedication, the training and the fitness levels, I've, my standard has dropped. But I, I, I've always hated that. I've always thought you know, that made me really, really unhappy, to be honest. Playing, playing on a Saturday sometimes used to make me really unhappy. You know, I, I remember reflecting one day after I, I did get, after I got really ill, it was a couple of, it must have been a few months after, or a, yeah, a few months after I played in uh, Andrew Flintoff's testimonial game. Uh, I got ill after that. And then it was a couple of months after I played a game on a Tuesday night, just a Tuesday night league thing. And I felt awful. Didn't, didn't see out the game. I had to go, walked off, went and sat in the changing rooms. I sat there for like three hours, just on my own. And someone came in and said, what, what are you doing? And I didn't even realise I'd never been there, to be honest. I ain't got changed out of the shower or anything. And I just said, well, for me, I said, I was playing in front of 25,000 people two months ago. And there's less than one man and his dog here now. And A, I'm shit. And B, I feel awful. And I can't, I could not cope with that. I couldn't cope with that massive juxtaposition from one to the other. And as I say, it's taken me nearly 12 years now to get to the stage where... I'm comfortable with the fact that I don't have the tools available to me anymore because I don't have the time and dedication to do it. I'm comfortable yeah. with that now. I'm comfortable to just play socially um, and have a laugh and have a drink with the lads. You know, And that, for me now, is, is what it's about. And I found a lot of happiness in that. If I'm going to be honest, this year, this summer, was going to be my one last go around, give it a good go, lose some weight, give it a proper go this year. And then obviously all this nonsense happened. and um, might delay that to next year now and have one more go around at, at 30, which I know is still pretty young compared to some people, but when I want to get to that standard of fit, <laughs> when I want to get to that standard of fitness though and perform to a certain level, uh, I won't be able to do it beyond 30 because my body won't be able to cope with it now. Um, I was going to have one last bash at it this year and it's fallen by the wayside, but we'll, we'll see what next year brings. But yeah, it, 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 happiness... <laughs> It does it, it dictates, doesn't it? From what you do, going back to what Tim said at the beginning, it's about not having those worries and those anxieties. But when you're doing different things, that situation impacts with the car, with the cricket, with the, you know, a certain, like Tim says, being around certain people who are perhaps negative. You know, I'm always trying and have a laugh around people. But if I'm surrounded by negative people, it actually turns me really negative in the sense of yeah. I think I'm still being a happy person. But in my head, I'm thinking, oh, I don't want to be with you. I think you're a bit of a dick. And as Tim says, they're probably actually quite nice people. It's just they're not yeah. my people. And they're not the people I need to be around. You know, the, it's horses for courses, isn't it? But they're not the sort of people I need to surround myself around because I'm wasting all my time and all my energy being a certain way and wanting that to be reflected in others. And it coming back as negativity and, and you know, and, I, and I'm not saying there isn't a place for people having honest conversations when they don't feel great and stuff like that. And not everything is rosy all the time, but surrounding yourself with the right kind of people is very important for happiness. You know, I mentioned earlier, very social, but only with the right people. If I meet certain people or speak to certain people, 
you know, Laura will tell you, I'm very, very quick sometimes. I can meet someone and within two minutes I'll sort of whisper in her ear, I want to go, I can't stand them. And it sounds really horrible and I am quite judgmental about it, but I just think, you're not for me. Uh, I don't want to waste either of our time and I'm off. Yeah. You know, and it sounds horrible and quite cutthroat, but I suppose that's just the way I've become now. Um, yeah. Happiness is important to me. Yeah. So it's, it, it does, doesn't it? It's weird how like we all have different ways of thinking what happiness means, isn't it? Like, mm. But it all kind of links. We all go through the stages of happiness, like emotionally and external happiness, internal happiness, and, you know, spiritual happiness. Um, I don't really class myself as being very spiritual, but I have been, you know, when you start reading about stoicism and different type, different takes on certain emotions and stuff, it does get you a little bit thinking like that, doesn't it, don't you think? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And as I mentioned there, obviously, you know, you mentioned you're a bit spiritual with things like that. Tim obviously is. I'm <laughs> sort of the, yeah, I'm sort of the, the opposite to that, but I find more in common with the likes of yourself and, and Tim that are kind of on the other end of the spectrum, if you know what I mean, than I do with some people that are in the exact same circumstances and the same background as me. Um, yeah. You know, I, I don't think it, I don't think there is a, why happiness is such a big subject. Is that I don't think there is an answer, to be frank. Yeah. I think happiness is what you make of it. Um, you know, it, it can be very individual or it can be very grand on a scale. It just depends what you make of it. What makes you happy is very different to what makes other people happy. Um, you know, there are those people who derive happiness out of making other people very unhappy. Uh, and, you know, you wouldn't then go, oh, yeah, that's the definition of happiness. Well, it is to them. But to anyone with the same mind, it's not. You know, so it's all on a, an ever-moving scale. But happiness, is, for me, it can just be whatever you make it. Like I said, I loved speaking with you guys. Uh, and obviously, Tim, Tim's a pastor, and I, I'm from nowhere near that background. Um, I thought when we went to the church and met Tim that I was going to come out in a rash and start bearing up and, you know, that was me done for. But <laughs> it was, it couldn't, and I, I get on great with you guys and it, it's really weird, isn't it, how people from those different backgrounds get happiness together. Um, yeah. Whereas some people from the exact same background can't see eye to eye on anything, which is bizarre. Yeah, I think it's a, it's a lot like, it all just ties in, doesn't it, around kind of mental health and mental, like just general wellness. Like we all have different stories and stuff, but we all kind of interlink in the, the same kind of thing. We've all kind of been through something very similar. And it, I think that kind of reflects back to happiness. Everyone has their own version of happiness and their own feelings towards happiness. It's a bit like, like wellness and mental health. Everyone has their own feelings around mental health and their own feelings around their own wellness and their own spirituality and stuff like that. But I can guarantee you, you'll speak to someone and go, oh yeah, I, I've done that. Oh yeah, I, I feel like that sometimes. And I think it's, I think it's really interesting how kind of life, you, you kind of intermingle with people as well. I think that's really kind of interesting how people's stories and feelings and emotions all kind of intermingle with each other. It might, I don't know how it looks for you, but it might look a bit weird. Tim was up there, now he's down here. So we've had a bit of a break. So if it looks a bit weird on the camera, that's fine. <laughs> I'm good at editing, but I'm not that good to move people around. Um, <laughs> right, so yeah, we, we, we're talking about happiness, but I want to actually go into actually what makes you happy. So we've discussed it a little bit on earlier on. So what are some of the things that actually make you really happy? Is it, like Matt says, 
you know, going out and having a beer with the lads or playing cricket or actually spending time with his kids without without rip, ripping his shrimp, like shins to pieces and stuff like that. Or is it, you know, what is it? What actually makes you happy, guys? So I, I am very much like Matty. People make me happy. Um, now, it is one of those um, double-sided coins because people can bring you the most energy and the most happiness and in an instant take all that away because each one of us has our own stuff going on. Each one of us has got a past, has got their own story. And sometimes when we kind of rub up against each other, we can, we can spark. But you know what? Some of the happiness comes out of that because you, can, you get a better understanding of people. You understand where people have come from. But yeah, I would far rather... Um, have experiences and spend time with people doing simple things just being together uh, and and talking and sharing and laughing those are the things that bring me happiness as opposed to um striving for you know the, the house has to have six bedrooms and three bathrooms and because i think um and interestingly i think we're all about 10 years in between us you know i've got to 49 and I've realized that all of those things and I think when you lose people um, certainly when you lose people when they're quite young and they've never had those opportunities to live the things I've lived I realize that so much of the stuff that I can do is an absolute gift this time that I've got the relationships I've got being able to do things like this with you guys is an absolute gift that not everyone gets the chance or even the time to do and whether their life ends because of um, illness, physical illness or mental illness, it doesn't make a blind bit of difference. And my attitude is, is changing in that I want to draw the most happiness out of everything. I want to look for that thing that makes me go, so we're going camping this weekend, I cannot wait. Quiet, peace, on the edge of Dolby Forest, beautiful surroundings it's just it's gonna be beautiful um it, it isn't expensive it isn't luxurious but andrea and i will have time where the phone won't be ringing where we can just really slow down seeing the beautiful countryside um, now don't get me wrong i also like going to really nice restaurants and i enjoy a really nice wine or a really cheap cider all of those things I can draw joy from and happiness from. But to me, it is, whatever the face it is, we need to draw the happiness out of it. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, I, I, I'm very similar. Like, we always say, don't you, like, if you're having a bit of a shit time or you're having a bit of a shit day, go and do something that makes you happy. But, like, sometimes, you like, it's like... I'm, I'm sorry to push it back to the gym, but sometimes your pre-workout, your body becomes immune to it, so the effect of that doesn't have the same effect as something that makes you happy. So what would you, what would you say to that then? So someone, cause I have days where I just, whatever I do, I'll go to the gym, I'll go for a walk. I'll do whatever I used to do that makes me, sometimes that doesn't work. So what, what's the next kind of stage of that? Is it just to kind of grin and bear it? Write it off, right off the day. That's what I do. Write it off. It's going to be a write off. Start again tomorrow. Cause it, at that stage, there's not a lot else you can do. And then, yeah. as we said earlier about the simplicity of happiness being nothing there, 
all that happens then is you go, oh, Christ, I can't even make myself happy now. It's just, the stress and all of that just comes back and back and back. And it, it just comes in one full circle. I think that I certainly am quite lucky now. I don't have many of those days anymore. But there are some days where you wake up, don't want to get up, don't want to speak to anyone, don't want to be around anyone. And I know, that I can recognise that now and, and, and manage it. Um, as best as I can, but I know that those days it's just going to be that's it. That that's it's a write off now. Um, I'll find excuses not to do things, and <laughs> it, nothing nothing good's going to come out of that day. But ah well, we'll write it off and we'll start again tomorrow. It, it's amazing how uh, going to bed and having a sleep can reset in many ways. You know, recharge the battery. You go to bed with aches and, aches and pains and wake up fine the next day. It's weird, isn't it? And yeah. I think very much mentally that can happen as well. Um, you know, get through the day, grin and bear it in some sense, yeah. Uh, if there is anything you can do, do it, but don't put pressure on yourself, I think. I think a lot yeah. of people now feel pressured into happiness as well. Look, you know, um, as we've spoken about a million times on here, you've got things like social media, you've got <laughs> magazines and newspapers with the perception of perfection and this is how you have to be. Uh, and this will, you know, you've got advertisers saying, well, this product will make you happy. And it's not, it's not grounded or rooted in truth or fact. And I think that if you can do something that makes you happy, yeah, do it. But as we've, we've just spoke about, it's the simple things. It's the little things that are going to make you happier. You know what? If you're having a really shit day, take 10 minutes out of your day to, I don't know, watch something on YouTube if you want. Or, or do something you know that you really like or you used to love and go back and see if you enjoy it. You know what? If you're on a diet and you're feeling really shit, allow yourself to have that chocolate bar and, you know, just that little boost and just see what happens. And I think there's ways and means around it. But for me in particular, try it off. Start again. Start again the next day and go again. Unfortunately, tomorrow's aren't guaranteed, but it's a better process than worrying about today. Um, yeah. And for me, that is one of the absolute keys is just that reset and not building on the disappointment and not building on the unhappiness, but saying, right, that's gone now, that's in the past. And even if we look back at the happier times and think, I can get back to that, I can do that thing, like you said, Matty, that I know will, even if it doesn't make me feel happy, it will kill time till I can restart again. It's when we build on that today's a bad day well tomorrow will be a bad day and then next week will be a bad week and next month will be a bad month but that discipline to say right that was a write-off let's start again yeah i'm a, I'm a big believer in that I, I like going through like you know some of the things i've been through it is just the, it's i think it comes with experience i think if you're new to this kind of if you're new to a bit of a bit of this and you can struggle to see the next day, can't you? Because you can just, yeah. like we always talk, it's like a snowball, isn't it? So you go from day to day to day to day. But it's just having experience to say, do you know what? Today was a bit shit. I'm just going to try, you know, I'm going to listen to a podcast or whatever. I'm going to go to bed and just watch some funny videos on YouTube, some cat playing a piano, I don't know. And I'm just going to, I am just going to, you know, just have 10 minutes and just, just chill out and get a good night's kip if I can, yeah. or as much as I can. And just wake up tomorrow and, you never know, like like we say, like tomorrow's not promised, but it will come if you just just write it off and just say, right, today was bad. I'm gonna do something tomorrow. I'm gonna like uh, like a little journal. I know some people don't like writing stuff mm. down, but just plan tomorrow. 
So like, you know, tomorrow I'm going to get up and uh, I'm going to do this and I'm going to ring this person or speak to this person. Now we can actually go out, you know, I can go out and have a beer now. So, <laughs> so yeah. Just but it's after. also not, not seeing a bad day as a failure. Mm-hmm. It's somehow something you has done, something in your character or personality is bad and therefore you're unhappy. Bad things and tough times come along to everybody. It's really important to understand that. I don't understand why bad things happen to good people and good things happen to bad people. What I understand is that most people experience the whole range, but that doesn't mean that they're a bad person necessarily. It doesn't mean you're a failure. It's dusting yourself off and getting on. I think it's you know, turning negatives to positives, Tim. Wouldn't you say that? I would say that's catchy, man. Um, I would that's say that's, that's, that's such a good turn of phrase. It is beautiful. Ah, as if someone should use that in some sort of media capacity. Um, <laughs> do you know, I, I put a post up on social media. I'm going to start doing this a bit more often because I asked for some feedback and some people's comments about happiness. And would you believe it? People have actually got in touch with us for the first time ever. I can't Good believe <laughs> and I'm really, really pleased people have actually got in touch because it is a happiness, like we say. It's quite a general subject, isn't it? Like some mm. happiness and other things like that. And Matt, have you got a few few up there that we can go through yeah there's quite a few uh we've got quite a lot i'll, I'll just pick a few out here um jillian says happiness unfortunately isn't something that is easy to achieve as some people would have us all think however with a close group of friends and family i believe we all have a duty to help look out for each other and they in turn will look after us happiness cannot be taken for granted but we should all grab as much opportunities as we can to take as much of it as we possibly can which i think it's quite interesting the interesting notion of of seeing happiness and taking it and, and grabbing it and holding on to it and you know it, it's it's an interesting prospect isn't it that i like that i like that yeah so that's yeah. like whatever yeah. situation and it's, also, and it's also understanding that happiness is as personal as our fingerprints mm. so what makes someone happy and i think that's the problem with social media is this this concept of happiness is a, a, a waist size or a dress size and a lifestyle and a, and a, and a photo opportunity. But that's, that's one person's version of happiness. So no, happiness isn't guaranteed, but you won't find it in someone else's life. You won't find your happiness off the shelf or off the Instagram photo or off the anything. It is about, and I was a Gillian said, it's about people. It's getting those people around that when you are down, when times are tough, they will pick you up. Mm. Alison, as well, to that point, says happiness to me is feeling needed and family, both of which I lacked when growing up. Though friendships have played a big part in my happiness as an adult. So it's interesting, mm. isn't it? As people grow up and move on and move through life, it, you know, the, what could have probably been a difficult start for some people turns out to be something that's blossomed into something else through people that found, which is interesting. Yeah, I think like uh, a lot of the comments I've had, a, I had a quick look this morning is a lot around like a support network isn't it having people around you mm. so gathering happiness from other people and um like a lot of people it's it's when you are in a bit of a shit space is, is finding that happiness and driving and, and searching for it and you can get that in other people and the people around you i think but, but like we say isn't it surround yourself with with good people and you will find happiness from that i think which is yeah which is interesting yeah. it's a common theme it is, isn't it? It is, though. Yeah. I think it's great. 
Uh, Adam as well to that point says, uh, whilst it's important to find happiness by yourself and for yourself, I find happiness with and for others is the best kind. A supportive network can be invaluable in raising spirits and helping you see the best in yourself, which is good. Yeah, which is, I think the big thing from some of the comments is you're not on your own, are you? These people around you. And mm. I think a lot of the thing with mental health and wellness is you see yourself on your own a lot. So yeah. I think yeah. it's, 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 it's finding that support network, which is obviously, you know, I've, I've got you boys and I've got my family, which is what most people will find, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And I think as Adam says there, it's having people who will reflect into your bad time mm. what the good things are. Because yeah. often when you get to that point where you are in a tough place, you only see the tough place. You don't see the wider picture. So having people who can I mean not not saying to you, oh, you've got nothing to be miserable about, you you don't understand how lucky you are, but understanding that uh to go out for a walk, to tell a joke, to just lift that mood and sometimes to say oh come on you may be wallowing a bit now you do need to you know pull your neck in a bit uh, is absolutely invaluable i find that because i know um if i fixate on the negative before i know it everything's bad and and i can't help it no matter how much i try and look at positives whereas i've got really good people around me who will go it's not actually like that tim that's not the reality of it that's your perception of it yeah i think the interesting bit what he says there is that about other people helping you see the best in yourself as well absolutely I think, you know although we've said that we we crave happiness and we like to be happy as we've mentioned we, we do have a tendency to err on the negative side ourselves sometimes and we see the best in everybody else and we never yeah. see the best in ourselves i think i think that, yeah, that's absolutely. a really important note on that um, yeah. daisy as well nice and simplistic i like this she keeps it brief uh, happiness is feeling appreciated finding a bargain lions and being with family and friends very brief we might have to Everyone invite the bargain. <laughs> very succinct though it, it makes sense to me yeah <laughs> i love a bargain on anything mate <laughs> you can tell she's from yorkshire <laughs> yeah, he's not actually oh well just nice spirit, then. near northampton so she, she's technically adopted adopted yorkshire lady though once she gets married. Oh, that's, 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 that's not the spirit yeah. <laughs> uh, Andy, is this a bit longer? Says uh, happiness used to be a cigar called Hamlet, apparently, but for me it comes in many forms. The little things, cold milk on cornflakes, paired socks, so not odd ones, a clean car interior. The best forms of happiness are Saturday mornings on the couch having a rare cuddle from a nine year old that's too cool to cuddle now. Uh, my family being together, safe, sound, uh, and secure. Money shouldn't be important, but job security helps to you uh, untie your mind and re release the energy unbound, all things you want to do with your friends and family. I've learned that in the end, free things tend to make us the happiest, which I thought was quite interesting. Uh, he says, it comes in many forms, but it's like a drug. Feed it and you want more. Yeah, I think so. I think you can strive for happiness too much. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I think you can look for it too much. Because if you yeah. always, it's like, it's like a cure, isn't it? If there's not a cure there and you're constantly searching for it, you're never going to find it. Yeah. I think it yeah. is like keeping a couple of things that do actually make you feel a bit better. Like if, if broken, smash glass kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> Emergency. Emergency, yeah. Emily says, uh, happiness to me is acceptance and appreciation. I used to really overanalyze the past and worry about the future. 
until I realize that most things are out of my control and all I really have power over is right now. Happiness comes from within when you appreciate what you have instead of focusing on what you don't have. Appreciate that you're alive and breathing, friends and family, self-care, because when the shit hits the fan, these are the only things that really matter. I think we speak a lot, don't we, as well about being in the present and being in the now. And it's much, much easier said than done. It really is. But if you can have an element of that, it, it makes things easier. Um, I think it, it helps people cope with things a bit more as well. You know, don't focus too much on yesterday. You know, if you're going to look at anything, yeah, maybe do look to the future, but not in a negative light of being worried about what's to come. But definitely don't worry about the past because there's nothing you can do about that now. You know, you can affect what's going to happen, be that by your actions now or by what you plan to do at a later date. You can you can do that. Um, I, I thought that was really lovely, Emily's sentiment there about that. That's good. I like that. Being in the like moment. Um, and the last one comes from Jack, uh, says, I think it comes in many forms, but for me it's strongest when I'm really present in the moment, not ruminating over the past or stressing about the future, in particular when sharing those moments with those close to you which I thought was really nice. And he mentions a line in, in the yeah. song, but I can't do that justice. Uh, yeah. Basically, it's about having people around you um, yeah, all yeah. the time when, when, you, when they need to be around you and having a, having a support network. Well. I think it is, isn't it? I think, I think the big thing from them comments, and I can't thank you guys enough for getting in touch. No, it's great. Uh, I really do appreciate it. It makes it a lot kind of more interesting when you get other people involved. Don't you yeah. Think? No, it really does, yeah. Um, but a lot of it is from mentioned support and being like, like Jack says, like living now, like living right now and not worrying about kind of left or right. I think it's really interesting. And that MOP line, is, he, um, he mentioned that. Yeah, I'm not going to try it. But yeah, it's like you feel better with, with your boys around you. You know what I mean? With your support network and stuff like that, which I think is really interesting. And it's a good lad is Jack, actually. I know Jack. Um, boys, we've reached another end of a podcast another one in the can actually in the can. actually we had some from instagram we had one from a mr tim monahan don't know who that is <laughs> so i'll put it in the story so i'll put like beginning. um tim well, monahan says and the gym's away. open so that makes that that's and the gym's open i'm so tim really open now it can get massive Hashtag team massive. Hashtag team massive. We miss you, Steve. Two places you won't find me is Instagram and the gym. <laughs> hashtag, hashtag team massive. That's for you, Steve, by the way. Hashtag team massive. It is in memory of a good man. Um, and we had one from Brad Guinness, our first guy. He just simply put pizza. Uh, yeah. I totally true. agree. <laughs> yeah. Cheers, but no, thanks, boys. Really appreciate it. Really interesting one this time, I think. Got, yeah. Good. Uh, got a Enjoyed it. Nice to have the interaction as well. We've got we've got things lined up as well, haven't we? Which is interesting. Yes, More people who want to come on and want to talk. And yes. Really good. Uh, I've, I've, I'm going. I'm, I'm aiming high for the next series of people to come on. I'm aiming high. I'm doing my Mr. Ben's <laughs> the audio guys. <laughs> Not that we don't appreciate the people who've no. been on. They've been fantastic. No. No. They have been really good, and I really do appreciate people coming on and talking to us. <laughs> Yeah. Not many people yeah, like us, no. but you know. But um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, if you do want to come on, drop a comment. And if you know anybody who's like, like we said, and like we talk to each other quite a lot, you know, sometimes. 
you don't have to have a mental health history to come on and talk to us. No. If it's a good story and you know it's it's worth talking about, then you're more than welcome to come on and share your story with us. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Perception, so. perception is everything, isn't it? Isn't it? Yeah, I think you know, even even if somebody hasn't had any mental health issues, but has lived with someone who has, or knows someone who has, or has dealt with a, uh, anything to do with it, or even people who have just been through genuinely difficult times, because it. Yeah. it Mental health for me, it's not a, a state of being. It's not a something that defines you. It, it's just something that is and something that does happen. Uh, some struggle more than others, but as Tim said earlier, these things will happen to all of us in varying degrees at some point. Yes, some people struggle with illness, uh, and it is an illness, and we'll probably never get over it, but we can manage it. Some people just have those situations in life that are going to be awful for a period of time and it's about how best they manage that and how they get through it and you know some of the strongest people i know are the people who've come out on the other side of that stuff and they've, they've <laughs> yeah. never had a, a mental illness per se but they've they've been through things that i could probably never cope with um and they've come out the other side and, and they're doing fantastic so it's gonna be really interesting to speak to people like that as well so i'm looking forward to it yeah yeah, I, the, uh, Tim's got a, a, a friend we've been meaning to kind of get on as well. That'd be a fantastic story. Really interested to get him on and have a chat to him and get his side of things. And yeah, it'd be really good to just get a different side of things, isn't it? From someone maybe on the outside or in a different world. Like I'm, I've got a few friends in elite sport, which I'm trying to get on. It's difficult to kind of get in touch with them in a minute, but um, one of them's yeah. doing pretty well at the minute. So uh, his time's pretty much busy. So um yeah, I just want to try and get a different like aspects from different ways of life and different aspects of life. Come on, have a chat, basically. So, yeah, boys, fantastic to see you all again. It's great to catch up. Thank you all for listening and watching once again. If you are new and you've made it this far, well done. Uh, <laughs> make sure you give us a like and obviously drop any comments down below and leave us a review and feedback. And do you know what? Share it. Just share it to your social media. We really do appreciate it. You know, the more people see us. And the more feedback we get and the interaction from you guys, the better we get. Because sometimes yeah. we just do this and we just talk. Oh, talk, yeah. talk so. <laughs> Brilliant to see you, boys. I'll catch up with you, you guys. very soon. Tim, Matt, splendid. Yeah, see you later, guys. Yeah.